Hey there, everybody. Oh, hold on. Hold on. I think it's your turn to do that. Well, you know, we're not, you know, we, we've got to, I know it's, it's Monday today, but we didn't even hit our intro. So we're going to hit our intro or are we going to, uh, the music was a little bit, uh, not this morning, but you know, I'm happy to be here, my man. This is. Yeah. We didn't actually get busy. <laughs> Can you tell like we haven't done this in a while? You know, like you know they say you get rusty when you stop doing things. Like people who don't sell for a while, they're like, "Oh man, I kind of feel rusty on the call." I'm like, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Well, you know what, Dan? I, I would like to say that this is because we both had amazing weekends. So let's just start with that, my man. What you got up to uh, this past weekend? It, 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 it for me it was my voice is still. Uh, I mean, much better than when I went to. Um, that kind of mini concert two weeks ago and I couldn't talk for literally couldn't talk for a week, but yeah, my voice is a little gone. We had a beautiful, beautiful weekend. I mean, it was awesome. I had some family over on Saturday for a big barbecue and just talked until about two o'clock in the morning and then uh, woke up yesterday and I was like, and it's funny because I woke up yesterday and I'm like, thank the Lord I do not drink because <laughs> I watched some hurting people get up. But yeah, it was a good time, man. What'd you get up to? Yeah, no, uh, Saturday was a busy family day kind of like event, uh, song with family, things like that. And then uh, Sunday, yesterday was really busy, man. I kind of, it's funny how life kind of happens because yesterday I started off with a dog gig, obviously, you know, that, that's what I do, dog rescue. Um, did that for about two, three hours uh, at Banjo Cider in Uxbridge. By the way, Dan, I, if for people who don't drink and stuff like that, if you do not like wines or like wineries, because I'm not a wine guy, I've tried the wine tour. I don't know, it all tastes like really bad to me. There's like cideries. So like you can actually go like mm-hmm. to a cidery and like walk like the apple fields and, and really things like that. And then, you know, I got a call on Sunday, Saturday night asking me to play music at a gig. And Dan, it scared me because normally when I get booked for gigs, I know who I'm going to go play for. And I know the people and I know the styling. This was some something completely brand new. Like I did not know um, any of these people. I didn't know the type of music that they played and stuff like that. So this whole time I was stressing, Dan. I was stressing about, oh, my God, like, am I going to be good enough? And I think that's we can translate that to sales as well. But, you know, am I, was I good enough? And then I went to the gig right after the dog event. And within five minutes, brother, I was like... Oh, I'm good. I'm good. And I, I stayed there. It. Yeah, I crushed it. And I was there for about two hours and the people were just so warm. But it just goes to show. And I was planning on making a LinkedIn post uh, later today about it. It's just, you know, sometimes we just get in our heads way too much. Um, we think about the things that, hey, what could have gone wrong? And Caesar Milan, actually, I should have saved this clip, but I saw it on TikTok yesterday. He said that, and you're going to laugh at this, the philosophies of dog and God are exactly the same. Be present have integrity, love each other and be loyal. And I started thinking about that, right? Because like sometimes, especially with my dogs, when I take my dogs for walks and stuff like that, Dan, is that I think about the past. 
like when I'm walking my golden, I remember when he was a little pup. But then I think about the future about I, every dog owner, a pet owner does is like, oh, my God, when these guys die, it's going to break my friggin heart. Right. So for me, it's just being present. And I did that this morning on our morning walk. I just stayed present. I left my phone at home. I left my AirPods at home. Just just took it in and just really enjoyed that walk. So I know it's long winded, but um, I learned some oh, really valuable lessons. No, this that's weekend. actually one of the biggest things that we talked about last week as well. Um, when we had Jeff and, and uh, Dean on for Friday was that, that presence and health is wealth yes. and, and living the now. And um, it's, it's, I think so many of us overlook it. Like we, we put our dogs in, in the, in the kitchen for the party on Saturday because they, they bark when the people jump in and out of the pool and all that kind of stuff. So with the kids running and everything, I just didn't want any issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as soon as you come in the house, they're like, oh, my God, there you are. Hey, let's go do this and let's go do that. So if there's no ill intent or, like, there's no thinking about it, right? They just yeah. don't. They wake up the next morning, like, hey, what are we doing today, man? Let's do it. Let's, you know, be much better if humans can do that, too. And, you know, not holding on to those grudges, right? And it's just like, you know, like, sometimes you get a little bit upset at them sometimes. And like you said, man, they're ready to, like, you you know, you got to treat. They're, they're ready to kind, of, to kind of come and play with you. So I think that was, that's one of the biggest lessons I've kind of learned, you know, just to kind of really, really be present. And I love that you guys all talked about that, you know, on Friday. Yeah. Like, health, health is wealth, you know. I, you know, everybody, I everybody who's watching this morning, you know, it's, it, we have so much um, stuff around us, you know, so many of the distractions, I would say. So make sure you're taking care of your health, man. Go get your yearly physical. Right. Go get your everything checked out. Go get some blood work. And I don't, I don't know where I'm going with this, but I'm just saying, you know, take care of yourself because health is wealth, you know, and it, it truly is. And maybe it'll be another topic to to kind of go forward. And you've, you've definitely mentioned, could yeah. be. Well, yeah, I mean, you know what? It's taken me uh, almost three years to build my backyard. See? Yeah. And if I didn't have the health to be out there with everybody, I would never have had the fun and enjoyment that I had to watch everybody have so much fun. Well, I, wanted, I didn't have fun. I had a blast. Yeah. I didn't have my health. I would have been out there. Well, I want to dig into that a little bit. I know we're going to like, like there's nothing. I love these freestyle conversations. So I want to dig into that a little bit deeper, Dan. So like you said, it took you three years to build your, your backyard. You mentioned earlier before that you had all your family and friends over this weekend. So like you had everybody jumping in the pool and seeing that. For me, Dan, one of the biggest feelings I love, I love to cook. Um, one of my biggest things is when people eat my food and then like, I get like, Oh my God, this is so good. Dan, talk to me about the emotions about that. You know, this is like your first like summer, you got your pool. And, and by the way, if anybody hasn't seen Dan's pool, it's one of the best, uh, cool things out there, but can you walk everybody, the audience through like what emotions you felt like? Because like, I feel like me personally, that would be something brand new, like, you know, three years and you got to this point and it's like, Oh my God. So Dan, I'd love for you to share that. It was, um, It was so warming, I guess is the best description. It brought so much joy to my heart. Um, and Christine and I were talking about it a lot yesterday. It's like, that's why we built it. Mm. You know, we, we built it to have the kids and their friends here. We built it to have our friends here. We built it to have our family here. We built it to have our grandchildren here when we have, whenever we get grandchildren. And um, when you build something as big as what I did, like we built a 40 by 20. Um, cabana. We built a tiki umbrella place. We built a barbecue area. We built diving rocks. We put in a 20 by 40 pool. Like we poured concrete. We like, and pretty much I YouTubed and built everything with my hands. 
and to watch like different groups hanging out in different areas and and then our neighbors come over and our, and their neighbors are, are some of the best people you ever meet in your life and he's like the vibe is just so awesome up here and uh you know my, my sister-in-law says it's like a resort without the staff and i'm like yeah i, I got i got to get the staff but um it's it's um the joy in your heart and and how how awesome it makes you feel to watch people having such a great time. And if it was just a backyard with nothing, you know, they'd have a great time. But then when you start seeing like your son and daughter wrestling each other to throw each other in the pool and everybody's like cheering people on, you know, people are jumping off the diving rocks and the whole, the whole party's going like prince, 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 prince. And it's like, it was the coolest thing ever, man coolest thing ever i still haven't even been able to describe it like from except joy and and peace and warmth it's pretty cool and and those are the things you just want to do and you know i i believe after especially having that gig yesterday i'm really believing i say this a lot probably like the number one model for this year is that there's no coincidences in life everything happens for a reason so dan um last week we were supposed to have our thursday um episode and uh personal development and one of the clips that you played i don't know if we're playing today because i I like this conversation and where it's going right now um but one of the clips that you the clip that you sent me was really visual visualization and the question that i have for you dan is that um let's go back to like the saturday and the weekend when you were making building this backyard for three years, like you said, you did some YouTube stuff, you did everything like that. Did you ever stop and visualize what just happened on the weekend? No, I visualized the end result, okay. what it would look like at the end. Um, <clears throat> so, with my backyard, it's not that it's. Um, <clears throat> I originally never set out the, with the intention of doing it all myself. We had a contractor come in for the pool that walked away on the job because he, he put the pool in nine inches too high. So I told him, well, it's, it's on your dime to fix it. Like you have to get the gravel you, and he just walked away. Um, so from that point, it was, I had to jump in and finish it because we had concrete coming. Um, but my intention was never to do it all. It was to, you know, do certain parts of it. And I wanted to do the cabana because I had a vision about the cabana. Um, so I visualized what it looked like in the end and it looks pretty much exactly what I visualized. Um, but I never visualized the people that were going to have it. It was only once it started to take shape that I visualized that part of it. And that was the actual part of it that, um, helped me like, not burn the midnight oil, but like double down on the efforts to get it done. Mm, yeah. Just before I got sick last year, when I got diagnosed, it still felt good, but it was like that doubling down. So when it was all over, we can sit and enjoy. And, and we've got, you know, Christine and I have been like going like a bat out of heck um, back there for probably three weeks now. Because we knew the family party was coming and we wanted it to a certain point. Um, so we've been like moving gravel and, and stone. And I sent you some pictures of the back of the truck. It's like, you know, you got, you got river rock that's weighing my truck down like this. And we've been, so we've been hustling to get it done. Because now what's happening is, so because it's taken shape, the vision's changed to people having fun in it. 
Yeah. So now you can actually get to that point. And the reason why we're talking about this for the audience uh, watching out here, we're just not talking about our backyards, but, you know, I want people to understand landing your sales career and whatever you kind of do in life, you know, like, you know, when you're in sales, specifically logistics, some people, I know I made the mistake of when I went into, I thought about the Ferraris, I thought about the material things and all those stuff, but I didn't think about the feeling that it would give me. Right. And that's why they always kind of say like, Hey, um, money is, what is it? Um, Money doesn't give you success or whatever it is. Money, whatever that phrase is. But it's like, understand what the feeling you're trying to achieve, you know, and, and, and work from there. So if I'm understanding that, hey, financial security, you know, for somebody who, hey, maybe didn't grow up with everything around them or had anything that they wanted in life, that final, final, sorry, financial security is amazing to have. And you can achieve that in this career. And I think, you know, Dan, it's amazing that you're talking about the visualization. It's so important. I, I think about that too. And I think people need to understand is that, I've changed my mindset, Dan. Like, I'm not a materialistic, really, person anymore. Like, I'm, I'm really not. Like, I, I probably wear the same clothes and, and I watch the same TV, whatever it is. But for me, I chase the emotions, right? Like, that's why I go and do the dog rescue stuff because it makes me feel good. I go and do these gigs because it makes me feel good and I get better in my craft and what I do. I don't go and, and do different things for, for everybody that kind of thinks about there. But, Dan, what are your thoughts on, like, you know, doing stuff – for the emotion and the love of it, the love of the game, uh, they say basketball quite a bit. I think, I think if you're, so here's, here's my synopsis on it. If you're going to have any tenure where you're going to be able to wake up in the morning and enjoy what you do and not burn out, you have to love what you do. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's just, I mean, for me, I love what I do to a point where I don't really need vacation. Yes. I don't need downtime because I love what I do. And the second thing is for me is change where you're doing it. Right. Like I sent you a picture on Friday. This is my office today. And you sent me a picture saying, this is my office today. Like it's change that scenery. Like we're at a point in our, in our lives with technology where you can pick up your laptop. Hopefully your company gives you a laptop instead of just a desktop these days. And um, you can go into a coffee shop Mm -hmm. and people watch while you make cold calls, while you send emails, you can, you can schedule your emails. And you go for a walk in the woods while you email prospects. Like, hell, go work in the woods. Go work on the top of a big rock somewhere. Like, it's, it's if you have dirt trails, jump, put everything in your backpack and jump on your ATV and go through, you know what I mean? Like, this is what we can do. And why would we not take advantage of it? You know, like, I'm, I'm working every day out back. Yeah. Because as much as I love my office... I, I'm as of next week, I plan on doing the shows out back. Yeah. You know, I put Wi-Fi out there and everything and I, why not? You know, because it's, it's, I'm not confined by the four walls. I get the sunshine, I get vitamin C that brings me dopamine. And it's, it's just, I have my dogs running around. Like <laughs> we have the ability to do, to be so much more than what we are confined between four walls. And, you know, some companies don't allow it. And I understand that. And you have to be in the office and this and this and this. But if you can, get out and enjoy yourself. Yeah. Don't make it a chore. You know, don't make yeah, it a chore completely. You have to be in the office, grab your laptop and go sit on a picnic bench outside somewhere and send some emails. Just like 
enjoy that part of it because you get one of these. Yeah. One. That's what I love about the tech life, the, the tech world. So I worked in tech before I got into logistics, Dan. And, you know, all these offices, the workspaces, there were like so many places that you can go do huddles or you can work in the cafeteria. Like, there's so many workspaces. But I love what the how you let off the conversation just now where you're saying, like, you know, it, you don't need to go on vacation. So um, that's the Alex Hermosi thing. Um, we were So Alex Hermosi, like everybody doesn't know, is probably one of my favorite influencers. And he's the real deal. But his thing is that he loves to work, Dan. He doesn't take vacations. He's like, hey, if I want to go to Rome, I'll just move there for three months and work there. You know, they have the resources to do that. They just change their scenery, you know, and, and they don't like they rent and things like that. They don't own like houses and stuff like that. And I thought it was so smart. You know, why do that? Like, you know, why? Why do we get trapped so much in having that? OK, we get that two weeks vacation. Um, realistically, we probably only take one full week and then we break up They use the second week to make longer weekends in the summer and stuff like that and i get it but it's just like we have the ability like you said go on the rock i don't know how the wi-fi might be i mean the uh capabilities out in the woods it's like, on yeah, the heights, look, it's like Ryan, yeah there we this go this is a modem right here right like like this 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 is well i meant for signal thing. i meant for signal if you got oh the, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. i'll just make it a joke from there but you know we have the ability to do that there's so many times that you know you don't have to like clock in at eight o'clock and leave at four o'clock and really leave the life and vi visualize that too, because whatever you visualize, it's really what you're going to make your reality. And I'm, I'm a big believer in that. So change your mindset in terms of like, Hey, I'm only going to stay here and be stuck here, or I can't take a vacation because I'm so busy with work. And then I feel like that's the biggest lie that we tell ourselves, Dan, we, yeah. we talk ourselves and we make, when was the last time you've made like a compromise with yourself? You know, like, hey, um, you and I started doing 108 like touches a day because it's a very big number to me and in my faith. And, and I'm so happy that you decided to kind of join this journey as well. And, you know, for me, it's just there's non-negotiables that we have. So, hey, Dan, I could be like at the dry cleaners. Hey, I'm still banging out one of the touches. You know, I could be anywhere else doing one of those touches. Um, Dan, talk to me a little bit about getting back into the saddle because i know that uh this past i believe it was on friday or so um you were kind of doing something where you haven't done in a long time um and like yeah that so I, I would love to get your thoughts on things like that because you did mention it early in this conversation about being rusty after not uh, swinging the bat for a little bit or Huge, making those yeah. calls so talk yeah. to talk to the audience a little bit about that dan so i um as of June last year, I kind of backed out of everything because I was getting ready for radiation treatment and chemo and stuff. Um, so I haven't made a sales call in literally a year and a month. And on Friday, I started. And, and so just so everybody understands, I still had business. I still managed my business, but I never added to my customer base um, for the last year. And um, now that I'm ready to a point, to talk and to continue the conversation. Um, Ryan and I decided we're going to have a competition and we're going to compare numbers every month and we're going to build our logistics business as we build another business. And we're actually going to bring all of you in to the building of it so y'all can see how it all works. So we're going to share some stats and some things that probably most people won't share ever um, because they hold it too close to their chest. But I'll tell you, um, it was humbling, Ryan, to say the least, right? Because I, I train salespeople and I still have salespeople that, okay, what about this? Okay, well, I would do this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. And normally I would just switch into that mode, right? Like whoosh, and it, and it would just be instant. Um, whereas now I'm like, uh, and I'm like, oh boy. So I'm like, I'm, I know I'm rusty and I'm 
hesitating, like kind of like with music, you know, you can play and it's like, Oh yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Okay. That's what I got to do now. And it's, it, but as soon as I was into it, it took about four phone calls and then it was like, it was a different ball game. It was back to being really fun. And, and I have to have a headset in because um, I have to walk around. And when I, when I, when I sell, I can't, uh, I can't, I can't hold the phone here. Like I have to, I have to have my hands flowing and, you know, some people say I'm part Italian, but um, it's uh it, for me, it was scary, shocking, and then comforting because it was like, okay, I'm getting it back. And, and I'm nowhere near where I was when I, when I stopped selling. So I've still got a long road to go, but I've, I've seen a bit of that progression forward, if that makes sense. And that's all you really need. You know, I, I think that's what the, the message that we're trying to get to everybody here is that, you know, once you decide that you're going after this, like you truly decide, no excuses, no, hey, let's wait till Monday. Hey, no, I'm having a bad day. My internet's not so good. You decide in your life that this is the life that you want and these are the daily activities that you need to do to get there. You just start, you know, it's not, it's not that hard, you know, like I think a lot of us, we we, we kind of get that analysis paralysis, I like to kind of yeah. say, and, you know, kudos to you, Dan, I want, I want to give a testament to you that I think that is amazing that you got back on the saddle and you understood, you understood that like, look, last year, June, I really kind of stopped everything and then I need to get back into this and yeah. you decided, look, if I need... If I'm going to have people come into my business, whatever business it is, logistics, your sales training and <laughs> working on, you know that you've got to be at the top of your game. You yeah. know, you've got to walk the walk. We talk about the Ric Flair, you know, you got to walk the walk, talk, talk the talk and things like that. So kudos to you. I, I want to say congratulations for you for actually understanding that. Look, man, I need to do this. I need to be better for myself so I can be better for other people. And I think that's a, yeah. a big trait for everybody else out there. You know, when yeah. we had Clarissa on, she's talking about the soup. You know, you can't, you can't, you can't pour from an empty glass ever, right? So you got to make sure that your soup is fully mixed and f seasoned properly and, and it's full before you can start sharing out your energy to people, mm -hmm. companies, all that fun stuff. Yeah. And, and you know what, if you're not at the top of your game and you don't have your finger on the pulse, mm -hmm. you're like all the managers that get promoted out of their league. It's, it's just what it is. Like, and in our industry, it's rampant. Yes. I don't know if you've ever had a sales manager that should not have been in that position. An office manager, uh, an operations manager, who is great, who is great at a certain level, but then they get they get promoted above their capacity. Yeah. Right. Like like you look at um, sales managers who were great salespeople, they get promoted to sales manager, but they don't understand how to motivate people. They know how to motivate themselves and then they don't, they don't motivate people for what actually helps them increase. It's like, well, this works for me. So it'll work for you. And it's like, no, mm. it's different. So I believe any sales trainer on the planet needs to sell in the market they train in because it's, it's imperative. Like we were just talking, you're saying people are talking more now than they were before. Yep. Right. So, so obviously something's shifting in the industry that people are like, okay, I'll have the conversation now because maybe I have more time. Maybe it's yeah. slower than normal. So I'll have the conversations. Is that going to lead to business? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it's just a matter of they're willing to have the conversations now. Yep. 
Hey, maybe they're sick of the, the roller coaster ride and they're watching rates bottom out and they're like, the only way they're going to go is up. So I may as well create my, like there's so many different philosophies that go on in everyone else's heads. And, and as a salesperson, if we're not understanding what's going on and entering the conversation where the, where the prospect needs us to enter the conversation, we're lost. 100%. I couldn't, I couldn't say that anything much better than that i think you know people are i know from my end what i kind of see is like people are going into the peak season soon they're going into their rfp they start thinking of 2024 already if you're not having those discussions about 2024 like i'm already having them with my customers about hey what are you guys looking for or what, what are you guys kind of seeing on your end and have that collaboration effect but hey if you're brand new and this is kind of what our show is for you know start having those this is a great time to be doing the work you know yeah. there's always a great time to be doing the work but this is the time to be doing the work because, you know, and, and don't be discouraged. I think my last message here is don't be discouraged by all the out of office replies and all that stuff. People are on vacation, things like that. Like, honestly, make a, a note of it. You know, don't get discouraged. And I don't want the excuse from any who's, anybody who's watching that. Oh, everyone's on vacation and stuff like that. You just need one. You just need really one conversation that's going to change your life. So don't don't get there.